Hello, you are listening to Disney Travel Tales, episode number 46. This is a space where you can escape the real world and immerse yourself in someone's recent Disney trip. I'm Jenny, and today's show is all about Universal Studios in Florida. Josh and his family ended their Florida vacation at Universal Studios. This is the first time I've ever done a Universal episode, so I hope you enjoy it. Also, Josh's two boys join him at the end of this show, so be ready for some little voices. I love when kids join and give their perspectives on the trip. Walt Disney World has released their 2023 vacation packages through October 31st. If you're interested in traveling to Disney next year, or if you have questions about Disney trips, email me at jenny at trolleylanetravel.com and I would love to talk Disney with you. Traveling to Disney can feel overwhelming and that's why I'm here to help you. All of my services are free to you, so let's make next year the year you go to Disney, not just talk about going. If you're on Instagram, you can find us at Disney Travel Tales. This is a great way to connect and just stay up to date with what's going on with the show and to see pictures from our guests on their trips. Okay, so let's get going. Imagine yourself walking into Diagon Alley at Universal Studios for the first time. And let's go. So today I'm here with Josh, and this time we are talking about his Universal Studios portion of his vacation. How are you, Josh? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. So what is your experience with Universal Vacations? Uh, it was the same, same kind of deal as Disney. My wife and my kids have never been. Um, we had a separate trip uh, when I was young. So I was about 18 when we went to Universal around 2004, I believe. And uh, again, like the parks have changed so much since then. Um, I mean, Universal felt kind of the same, except all the rides have kind of changed. But and, and, and same with Islands of Adventure. When we were there, um, it was just pretty much the Jurassic and the Harry Potter stuff was all new. Okay, so let's just dive right into your trip. Y'all had been at Disney for seven days, and then your last day at Disney, y'all went ahead and did a transfer over to Universal, and that was Monday, May 16th, right? Mm-hmm. So what did y'all do when y'all got over to Universal? What was y'all's, like, first thing y'all did? Um, so, yeah, we we had set up through Universal, like, a, a two-part transport, so they had somebody come pick us up from our resort at Artem Animation. Um, so that was about uh, 545 when we arrived to the hotel. Um, got checked in. Um, we were again on the first floor in Tower 2 of uh, Dockside. Um, so the location like it was it was like the same as, as Artem Animation, yet this hotel was like so much louder and busier. So um, when we were at Art of Animation, like we never really heard anything um, while we were in our rooms. But with the room here being on the first floor, you just had so much more traffic going through. So it was, it was kind of loud. Um, but we got checked in. Um, the first impression of the lobby was that it, uh, again, was seemed pretty busy for it being around the dinner time on a weekday. 
Um, there's a lot of sitting area. Um, check-in was easy. We just provided our D and then was printed room key cards. Um, they didn't have any luggage racks available, so we had to drag our four suitcases, our stroller, and boxes to our room. Oh, um, so we did get the one-bedroom family suite. Um, those were about 120 a night, so it's a way cheaper, oh, which was yeah. nice. Um, so it was like, you know, kind of similar to the art of animation suites. Um, although we didn't have a second bathroom, um, but we did have like the separated bedroom area and a little kitchen area with a table and everything. But the rooms itself, like, I think these are pretty brand new or not brand new, but they're most recent hotels that they've built. And, uh, the room was, uh, very bright and felt like a, a breath of fresh air, really. Like, it was just so clean and and um, updated and everything in there. Uh, charging point ports and, and everything all over the place. So if you had tons of devices, that was nice. Um, it was kind of weird. Like you have to keep your room key ins- inserted into a slot next to the door to be able to work the lights and everything in there. So I guess it you was know, just to to save power, I guess. <laughs> That's so interesting. I've never heard that. Yeah, it took us a minute to figure that out because when we went in, like we were trying to turn on the lights and nothing was coming on. And it, it took a few minutes to figure out what we had to do. <laughs> That's so crazy, huh? Um, but yeah, once we got checked in and everything, um, I was still not really feeling well, um, still having issues with sinuses and everything. And just we were all exhausted. Like we initially planned to just go swimming and, and hang out and everything. But uh, we all kind of just zoned out on our beds, watched TV, ordered some pizza and, and went to bed. <laughs> so not, not too exciting for our first day there, but <laughs> sometimes that's just much needed. That just chill break. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, that was, that was it for our arrival day. <laughs> yeah. So what'd y'all do the next morning? Uh, the next morning, so um, this was really planned to be a rest day because um, when we had added the extra tickets to Disney, um, we were just going to drop a, a ticket for Universal and have our rest day today. But I guess like the package deal or whatever was cheaper to just keep the three days on it than to drop down to two. So we still kind of planned it to be mostly a rest day, but we figured uh, since we did have a park ticket for this day, we would head over and just kind of look around, do do our gift shopping and, and pictures and stuff, um, and just kind of check out the place that way. Because um, we didn't want to, like, the next day after this, we had planned to be our big Harry Potter day. And uh, I knew like Hagrid's was one of the rides that you have to like rope drop if you don't want to wait over an hour for. So it's like we're the kind of people that if it's our first time somewhere, I don't want to race through the park to get to a ride and like miss out on everything because we would want to stop for pictures. So we figured we'd use this day to just kind of check it out so that uh, we could feel like we could do that in the next morning. So um, we we slept in till about 830 and uh kind of sorted through our laundry and everything that we didn't do the night before because we were all so tired um so we went over to the pier 8 market at the hotel for breakfast which really resembles like a hospital food court um just tons of options um for breakfast be 
between just pastries and bagels to um, big meals to pancakes, waffles, breakfast sandwiches, breakfast burritos, breakfast pizza, like all kinds of stuff. Um, so we ended up spending about $60 for breakfast for the four of us. Um, so we were there at like 9.15, well, after the parks were opened, but yeah, it was still very busy inside. Um, the hotel also has a Starbucks, a bar, and a gift shop all in the lobby area. Um, so after we ate, we went over and um, went to the separate counter to print our park tickets and our express passes and um, the ticket for our photo package. Um, so we did end up having the two park park to park three day tickets. Um, on our second day, we had the standard express pass where you can use it once per ride. And then our last day had the unlimited express passes. Um, you know, we went over looking at the, uh, I guess you'd call it deluxe category resorts there that come with the express passes, but it was still cheaper for us to do the dockside and add on the two days rather than going there. Um, so after we got through everything, um, so it was kind of weird, like, it was nice at Disney having the uh, magic bands and everything. Everything was electronic, but here, like, you have to have printed tickets, and uh, we, like, carried them on a little clear pouch on lanyards. So it was, like, took, felt like a step back yeah. <laughs> in the technology and everything there. So I don't know if, if they're working on something to, to compete with Disney there, but it, it felt, you know, kind of outdated the way they had to do everything and, mm -hmm. and have to carry around this paper ticket to scan. Um the gift shop there we checked out, um, like a quarter of it was all Harry Potter merch. Another quarter of it was all like specific hotel merch. And then just a small kind of collection of everything else. Um, but we did have, they were running a special, if you buy a $300 gift card, you would get a free wand. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, so we figured, yeah, we're going to probably spend at least $300. So we went ahead and did that. Um, they had four wands to choose from for your, your free one. They had like two Death Eater wands, uh, Jenny Weasley and Professor Slughorn. Um, and that was, I guess that's the only way to get the Professor Slughorn one because they don't sell them in the, in the place. Oh, that's and, interesting. Uh, but they, yeah, they told us though the Slughorn one is like a very like brittle and like sharp tipped wand. Mm -hmm. And we figured we'd just give this free wand to our youngest son. So, so we went with the Jenny Weasley one. And so he got to have that one. Um, cause the free ones aren't the interactive ones that you can do the spells and stuff at the park. Okay. So, yeah. Which he um, probably didn't even know the difference, did he? Yeah. <laughs> that's why we're like, well, we'll give this one to the three year old. <laughs> yeah. That's a good move. So yeah, it wasn't until about 11.30 before we headed for the bus stop at the resort, which is just right outside the lobby. And uh, they say they run them about every 10 to 15 minutes, which seemed to be true throughout our time. We we never really had to wait for a bus to show up, um, except for like the one morning doing rope drop. Like the line was pretty full, so we did have to wait for a second bus, but it was already sitting behind that one ready to go. So we had no troubles with the transportation. Um so I think like they have the surf side and the dock side on the same bus schedule. So they'll stop at surf side first then dock side. So when you're going to the park, you get on and then they go straight to the park. But when you're coming back, they'll stop at surf side first. But 
the hotels are right across the street from each other, so it wasn't it wasn't bad. Okay. Um, so we took the bus over to Universal. Uh, it was like a ten minute bus ride, um, and then you go. They drop you off across the highway from it, and you go up into like their security area or where you can buy park tickets and everything. And uh, so going through security felt a little easier than at Disney because they had the uh, Besides just the x-ray machines, they had the x-ray machines for your bag, your backpacks and everything else. So you could just run it through there so they wouldn't have to like pull you aside and have you empty out your bags to search through everything unless they found something on the machines that would cause them to. So it was a little quicker going through security. Um, you, you walk across the, the bridge over the highway into City Walk and... Uh, so from there, we just kind of checked out City Walk for a good while, and um, we ended up getting lunch at Cowfish because uh, Marissa and Tristan are both really into sushi. Um, so they they really enjoyed this place. Uh, Marissa had ordered a golden dragon, which was hamachi, uh, coconut shrimp, sushi mayo, scallions, and topped with eel avocado. Tobiko and eel sauce. So all of that is foreign to me, but <laughs> that <laughs> I sounds guess so like good. Sushi, <laughs> she said she loved it. Uh, Tristan got the shrimp tempura roll and he devoured that. Um, and then Dylan got PB and J rolls. So it's just like peanut butter and jelly rolled up looking like sushi. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so that <was> fun. <laughs> and then I got a Texas Longhorn Burger. <laughs> it's like, nah, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, at least I had something that you would like. Yeah, so it's it's mostly sushi and burgers, and I guess they also have sushi in burgers. So oh, that's <laughs> so, so interesting. Yeah, it was it was a really kind of cool place, and it wasn't too busy. Being kind of at the time we were there, it was know, about one o'clock, so most of the lunch crowd was gone by then. Um, so after that, we headed towards Islands of Adventure and got the uh, photo pass set up. Um, from there, we just headed towards uh, Dr. Seuss Land. Um, we hopped on to Cat in the Hat since there was no wait on that. Um, Dylan was kind of, I'd almost say, like, scared of it. He didn't seem scared, but he was, like, not enjoying it either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, for us, it was just like, well, it's a slow ride in the, air, in, in the AC. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we were still heading back towards Harry Potter land and um, stopped in at uh, Poseidon's Fury. Um, it was a 25-minute wait. Um, so it was, I thought it was definitely a good show to do while not having the express pass for the day. Mm-hmm. Um so like I I felt like I had done that before, and after going through it, it's like yeah, I think we did this when we were here earlier, but I think they changed the show up a little bit. Yeah, but, uh, probably. It was fun. Dylan did get scared a little bit through it, but afterwards said he liked it, and Tristan thought he thought it was good. Um, so then we continued heading towards Hogsmeade, looking around, and uh, you know wanted to see what path that we would have to take to get to the motorbike. Um. The Hogsmeade area in the castle looked amazing. Um, we didn't really explore it too much. Um, we just kind of popped our heads in and looked around real quick. Um, 
because we really, you know, just wanted to dive into it the next day. So uh, we continued walking back through the other side of the park, through the Jurassic World area. And this whole area was a lot bigger than I thought it would be. And there was like way more stuff than I thought there would be for it. So, um, you know, because just looking at the map, it didn't seem like much. It was just like, okay, they've got a roller coaster and, and, a, and a few things. But it, it really was pretty expansive for the Jurassic World area. Um, spent some time in the Discovery Center, sitting in the AC while the boys ran around and played on the dinosaurs and, and checked out all that there was in there. So that was a nice little rest spot. Um, continued walking through uh, Toon Lagoon, and um, we figured for our last day we would probably just go with a change of swimming clothes so that we could do all the water rides. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's one thing like Disney doesn't really have is the water rides and I'm not big on water rides. I don't like getting wet in my clothes, but you know, if, if I come in my swimming clothes, I'm fine. And in the kind of same way for the rest of them. So we figured we'd just bring a change of clothes and, uh, cause they had quite a few there. That's uh, a really good plan. Walk. Yeah. Yeah. We had fun on them when we got to that. So, um, we walked through the Marvel Island. Um, it was really, we were excited to dive into that area later as well. Um, we're all Marvel fans and everything. Um, and it's nice, like, that they have, like, kind of the classic Marvel stuff, mm-hmm. more comic based than the uh, MCU. So, um, you know, while, while having the MCU stuff would be fun, it was also, like, different, you know, not, you don't see that kind of stuff as much anymore. So, um, so Marissa's foot was still really hurting, so um, and we were still pretty exhausted. So that was that was pretty much it for the parks that day. Um, so from there, we headed over to Toothsome Chocolate Emporium. Uh, we had a five fifteen dinner reservation. Um, this place was really cool. It was like decorated in steampunk style. Um, a lot of the menu items, uh, foods like infused with like chocolate somehow. Um, so dinner was really good. Uh, then we got to dessert and, uh, I, I felt like Marissa had died and gone to heaven in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, like we, you walk in and they've got, uh, cases up front with chocolates and macarons and everything. Um, so she immediately started ordering chocolates and, uh, headed back for the macarons and, and everything after dinner. Um, Dylan had ordered a mini cheeseburger. Uh, Tristan had got shrimp mac and cheese. I got a New York strip. And Marissa had got a short rib flatbread with Brussels sprouts. Um, while we were eating, they had, like, two characters come around to the tables. Um, I don't remember, like, what, what their names were. But um, they had a really cool interaction with the boys there. And... Uh, you know, they spent a good like 10 minutes talking and, and hanging out at the table before moving on. Um, so that was a nice interaction with them. Um, so when we got to the desserts, which is kind of their specialty here, um, Marissa ordered a brownie and peanut butter sauce milkshake. And uh, that came with like a giant brownie slice, like stuck through the straw sitting on top of the shake. Um, and that brownie was really good. Uh, I got a cookie jar shake. Um, 
and the, so that came with like a whole chocolate chip cookie on top and uh, pieces of oatmeal raisin and um, other cookie bits all in it. That was it was really good. They they come in like a mason jar with their logo on it that you get to keep and take home. So that was cool. Um, and then the boys got a s'mores sundae to shake to share. And this thing was huge. Like I remember seeing pictures of the kitchen sink at Beaches and Cream, which uh-huh. was somewhere we wanted to go, but didn't get a chance. This thing had to have been close to the size of that. It was oh gigantic. Oh, gosh. So I was glad that, like, we got it to share because we did not know it was going to be that big. Yes. And uh, <laughs> this entire meal and restaurant experience was great and um, felt like it was a lot better than Be Our Guest and a lot worth the money there compared to it. Um, we all ate our food. Almost finished off that Sunday between the two of them. <laughs> so, That's impressive. Uh, yeah. Uh, so after that, we headed back around seven to the bus stop to go back to our room, did some more laundry, and called it a day for our first day. That sounds like a great first day, though, because you weren't pressured to do run and do the ride. You just kind of got to get a feel of the park. Yeah, I was really trying to recover some of our energy that day because having a shorter time at universal, we knew like the rest of our time was going to be hitting it hard or as hard as possible. Yeah. Um, Cause they, they, I mean, they have a lot more than I thought really to do there. And uh, now I would suggest, you know, three days would be a good amount for, for trying to do everything at those parks. If you've got the full energy to do, three days but mm-hmm. when, when you're tired and after such a long trip like it, it was quite the task to try to to get through a lot in those two days yeah this was such a long trip because you know we we kind of figured this was going to be our our once in a lifetime kind of trip and i then wanted to try to get to experience everything right um in hindsight now maybe i would have shortened it or given us extra park days or just on one of the parks, but mm-hmm. we still, we still had fun. Yes. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about your next park day. All right. So this was Wednesday, the 18th. Um, again, with the limited express passes this day. Um, so the weather was continually still getting hotter each day that we were there. Um, I want to say temperatures were in the upper 90s this day. Um, I don't think there was a single cloud in the sky to to help give any kind of shade. Mm-hmm. Um, so we woke up at 10 after 6, um, had breakfast in the room and left at 7. Um, five minutes later on the bus, made it to the entrance gates at 7.30. Um, the park opened for early entry at 8 o'clock. Um, so I was, you know, expecting kind of like Disney where they let people into the park earlier than the time they say it was open and maybe just hold you off at the different spots. But they held everybody up at the entrance gates. Um, and there was a decent amount of people already there when we got there at 730. Um, so we had to stand around and wait to get let in. Um but they did still end up opening it up about 7.45, 7.50-ish, a few minutes earlier than 8. Um, and so it's like as soon as people get in, you could just see everybody like taking off, like running. It was like, 
well, I guess they don't, <laughs> they don't stop people from running here. Yeah. And, uh, so we had, we, as soon as we got in, we went over and rented an ECV for Marissa. Um, so that took a little bit of time to, to get that set up and everything. Um, once we, once we got that, uh, we tried to go as quickly as possible to get in line for Hagrid's. Uh, we got in line at about eight ten, and told it was down when we got there for an unknown amount of time and kind of heard other people talking that they seem to do this almost every day. Like they'll wait until a certain time before they'll start letting people in because mm-hmm. they, they usually do extra tests and everything in the mornings. So we decided we'd wait it out. Uh, the start of the line was all the way back in the lost continent area. And, uh, after about 10 minutes, the start line started moving pretty quickly. So we figured at that point they were just opening up the ride and letting people fill into the queue area. So we just kept walking pretty much the whole way. Um, it was about half an hour from the time we got in line to the time we were walking before we actually stopped in the ride queue. So it was like, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the weight that we had that morning was just walking to fill in the queue. Mm-hmm. Um, so that queue was very well decorated, lots to look at. You had the hut um, and uh, things to look at. But unfortunately, since we were kind of walking through it, um, we weren't trying to take too much time to stop and take pictures because we didn't want to hold people up. This ride, you can't use Express Pass on, right? Yeah, um, this and Velocicoaster still, um, you weren't allowed to use Express Passes on. So that's okay. another reason why we wanted to do it rope drop. Yeah. Um, so we used the parent swap on this. Um, so that was the first time using this at this park. And Marissa and I agreed that the uh, the whole parent swap program we felt was a lot better at Universal. Um, so here, like the entire family will wait in the line. And once you get up to the station, they'll pull one of the adults and, and the kid that can't ride into like a family room off of the side into the station. And then um, they'll give like the riding parent a ticket to hold on to. And, uh, so once the first group rides and gets off, they immediately can go over to this family room and swap and they'll get right back on. So it was really nice, like that we wouldn't have to like wait outside in the sun somewhere Mm -hmm. for them to ride and come back. And it was a lot more time efficient too, to be able to wait in line and just like be right there by where you get on and off the ride to just Mm -hmm. swap right there instead of having to like go through the line twice, basically. Yeah. Um, I think so I because that, that was a lot more efficient. Yeah, I think because Universal has more thrill rides, they kind of had to get a better program because Disney doesn't actually have a lot of thrill rides compared to Universal. Like their whole part kind of is rides yeah. that little kids might not want to ride. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, it was just kind of nice, like that they had these like family rooms mm-hmm. set up. And this was on a lot of the rides, like would have a separate room for them. And there were, and there was like a, a TV and um, changing table and everything in there if you needed it. So, yeah, I agree. That's really nice. So um, Tristan and I got to ride this first and then swapped with Marissa and uh, oh my God, this ride was amazing. Like, <laughs> It was really smooth. A lot of unexpected things. Again, I was trying not to get like spoilers and stuff on things so I could experience it for the first time. Um, So Tristan and I happened to get the front row 
and we agreed to the that he would ride in the sidecar because Marissa would ride in the sidecar when he got so he'd get to experience it in both seats. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, swapped and Marissa and Tristan again got to happen to get the front row. So <laughs> that's <laughs> that awesome. Yeah. Um, so I think we all kind of agreed like so far out of the trip, this was everyone's favorite ride. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, later after getting home, Tristan kind of went back to the rock and roller coaster as his favorite. But, uh, I think for me, this was my favorite ride out of our entire vacation. Um, so after that, uh, we hopped on the Hogwarts express over to Diagon alley and, uh, stepped out like it, it the station puts you out into universal studios and um so we saw the night bus there took some pictures the the grim old place buildings and you got creature that kind of pops open through the window every so often um but then it actually took a few minutes to figure out how to get into diagon alley from there because it's kind of hidden from the muggle world uh-huh. um, which makes sense that they did that you know it kind of you know, plays true to the story and everything. It just took, you know, seeing a bunch of people heading through this spot to, to figure out that's how you get back there. Right. Cause it's like behind, behind like two different walls. <laughs> um, so we got some breakfast food at the leaky cauldron at about 10 30. Um, they had really good breakfast food, especially the potato slices. And so this was their first time getting the butter beer and also got a pumpkin juice. Um, the butter beer was really good. I don't know. Like we just got the regular cold one and um, we thought it was pretty good. I, I I don't know if like just every spot, like the mixture gets is a little bit different, but this one didn't feel taste sweet at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the pumpkin juice was okay. Like I kind of liked it, but it really just kind of tasted like you were drinking a, a liquid pumpkin pie. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Um, it had like too much pumpkin spice in it though. Mm-hmm. Um, after eating, we walked around outside taking everything in and took, taking at least probably 100 pictures of Diagon Alley. Um, we got in line and waited for the Ollivanders experience. Uh, waited about 20 minutes for that. They pulled a group of about 20 people in at a time. Um, and like the room looked exactly like Ollivanders in the movie. Um, so the witch in there started off saying she could feel strong magic in the room and then came over to Dylan who was holding his wand that he had already got and exclaimed that he must have been who she felt because he, his wand had already chosen him. So she would assist another one. That's cute. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. So she pulled uh, another girl out of the, out of the group uh, up to the desk and pulled out a wand from the shelf and, told us what kind of wood type and length and, and flexibility and all that was handed it to the girl, asked her to give her a wave. So, uh, she does. So, and like all the lights in the room started flashing and, and making it feel like it started to rain. Uh, so she waves her wands and, and clears out the storm then repeats it with another one with another mishap and, and it gives her a third one. And that's when it was like, the lights kind of glowed in the room, just like in the movie when Harry got his mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, exclaims that the wand has chosen her and everything. So it was really fun, really nice little experience. Um, 
it was it, it, like kind of ended a little differently than I thought. I thought maybe they would pull, you know, multiple people out to do the experience, but I get it. Like, you know, you got lines and everything, so you mm-hmm. can't do it to everyone. Um, so it wasn't quite as personal as I thought it would be, but it was still, you know, we were very happy that we got to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so once this was, it's over, you're led into the Ollivander store where you can purchase the character wands, or they had about 13 different non-character wands that uh, could choose us, quote unquote. Um, so they had uh, like the, the different wood types and everything. Um, and then on the walls, they had, uh, you know, each type of wand and gave like a personality description or, or whatever, so that uh, you could try to match your personality to which wand you should get. Um, so I would suggest Ollivander's is like extremely packed and it's a very small store. Um especially the one in Diagon Alley, which I feel like is because, you know, most people want to do it the proper way, getting right. it from Ollivander's at, at Diagon Alley. Um, so, you know, if, if you're not too interested in doing, you know, the generic wands getting getting chosen by, I would suggest doing the Ollivander's in Hogsmeade, or they have Gregorovich's, and they also have, like, wand carts and... You can get them at the Universal Gift Shop. So if you just want to get the character ones, I would suggest going there. And it's not quite as busy in those places. Because mm-hmm. um, we, we really were just squeezing through people and, like, every little, like, shelf and stuff. You're you're waiting for, like, 20 people to, to be able to just see what they have on that shelf. Oh, yeah. And just doing that over and over again. So it took a while to, to kind of choose what we what we got. Um so after getting our wands, we began wandering around, testing out the spells on and all the windows and everything. That was a lot of fun. Um, we went over to uh, Borgen and Burks over in Nocturne Alley and, and checked out Nocturne Alley. Um, got some ice cream from Florian Fortescue's, and just the level of details everywhere in this in this area were amazing and it was like I just never wanted to leave. Like I just wanted to stay in there forever. <laughs> yes, Diagon Alley is so cool, especially for a big Harry Potter fan. Like when we went, we felt the same way. We could have just stayed there and not even yeah. done the rest of Universal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it was awesome in there. Um so yeah, this day, too, again, it was our Harry Potter day. We all wore matching shirts, um, so they all had the same designs on them, although um, they were all the different colors because, funny enough, our family, um, all four of us, identify with different houses. Oh, that's great. So, um, so my wife is a Ravenclaw, so she had a blue shirt on with the Ravenclaw crest on it. Uh, Tristan is a Slytherin, so he had his green shirt and Slytherin shirt on um i am a huffle door or a griffin puff but uh mostly a huffle puff so i had my yellow shirt on and uh we we think dylan's definitely gonna end up being a, a griffin door once he's old enough to kind of mm-hmm. do his little test on there so he had the red shirt so it figured it would make it nice and we'd all have a different <laughs> different houses that's so fun um, yeah and well, none of us got the robes. Um, Tristan did get himself uh, a really nice Slytherin sweater there, so that was it was a really n- nice sweater. Um, 
We then rode Escape from Gringotts. Uh, time was posted 40 minutes. We waited about 25 in the express lane. Um, while I say, like, the, the, I think the parent swap program was a little better at Universal, um, throughout our experience at Universal Studios, I feel like the uh, Lightning Lane versus Express Pass, the Lightning Lanes are much better at Disney. Um, again, you don't have to keep a little paper ticket to scan. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, you know, when you get in the lightning lanes at Disney, like they move them pretty fast and you can tell that they prioritize the lightning lanes mm -hmm. when filling in rides. But here I felt like they didn't really prioritize express lanes. Um, while the lines were a little shorter than the standby lines, we would see every single time, like they would grab like 50, 50 from both lines for each train or they'd alternate back and forth between which line they were filling up the trains with. Um, and it just, they didn't seem to prioritize express pass people. And, um, you know, depending on the ride and, and how many fill in the seats and everything, it, it almost didn't seem worth the money for the express pass on certain rides. Um, that's so just, really interesting. That, that's I my note on it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard a comparison between the two and, yeah, that's really interesting to hear. I wonder because when I we didn't use Express Pass when we went, but I wondered how if their Express Pass was worth it because it is expensive. Yeah, they're very expensive here. Um, so you know, hearing a lot of the complaints about the fifteen dollars for Genie Plus per person per day. Yeah, like for something that used to be free, I can I can understand that. Mm -hmm. But compared to the price of the Express Pass at Universal, and even like Cedar Point, we never get um, Express Passes when we go there because they're like the same prices as Universal. You're spending at least two hundred dollars a day on them, yep. and so it's, it's a it's a lot to come up with. And so when you're spending that much money on an Express Pass, you want to feel like you're 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 getting your money's worth out of it. Absolutely. So, Um, so the escape from Gringotts again, like the queue was really nice getting the walk through like the lobby of the, the bank and everything. You feel like you're walking into the movie set. Like, yeah, it just felt exactly like, you know, the scenes in the movie and, um, you know, universal did great with like their, their queue lines, especially with Harry Potter stuff. It was you know, so much to look at and, and everything. And again, like having so much to look at being inside an AC, like when you are waiting in lines, they don't seem that they, 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 time passes better when you've got so much to explore and everything while you're waiting. For sure. Um, the ride itself, like we actually weren't too thrilled with it. Um, it wasn't as good as we thought it would be. Again, though, not really knowing what to expect out of it, other than thinking you're riding on the little like minecart through the through the vaults and the dungeons and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, again, like we weren't too thrilled with this ride. Um, after we finished it, uh, we finished up everything in Diagon Alley, and uh, then rode the Hogwarts Express back over to Hogsmeade, so we got to ride it going both directions. Um, Definitely like the ride experience going from King's Cross to Hogsmeade, I thought was better than the, the other way around. Mm -hmm. um, Cause like the ride going 
back wasn't as, as wasn't as involved as as the one going in. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, we did some more pictures, explored all the shops, like we. Both both spots for Harry Potter. We I think we walked into every single place, even if they all sell like a lot of the same things. So it's just like we got to go into every spot we can. So yes. we really like dived into everything. Um, then that's when we finally had gotten some of the frozen butter beers, and they we got two of them, and between the four of us, that barely lasted two minutes. Like we we <laughs> we drank those down so fast, um, and they were a little bit sweeter this time. But we definitely preferred the frozen ones over the cold ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are really good. Um, so that's when we uh, hopped in line for Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. And um, we had thought that maybe this ride wouldn't be as good either because the wait times were generally posted around 25 minutes while Escape from Gringotts was usually at least 40. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like this ride always had lower wait times than the rest of everything. So we were, weren't expecting much from it. Um Oh man, were we wrong though? <laughs> like, so Marissa and Tristan wrote it first, and you know I watched because from the the um, parent swap room you can see like where you get on and off the ride, and I saw both of them just had their jaws dropped, and oh, they, came, they come running over to us and like this was amazing. That's so cool. So, uh, <laughs> so then I got to ride it again, and I loved it. Like. When I wrote, like I said, when I rode with uh, Flight of Passage, it took a little bit in the beginning to kind of get into the vibe of it and mm-hmm. feeling like I was flying. But with this, like, I immediately got into it. And it really did feel like I was flying around on a broomstick. And it was so much fun. Like, I think also, too, because I'm such a bigger Harry Potter fan is mm-hmm. why I could really get into it so much. Um and the queue line for this is the best queue line I've ever seen, too. Like, you're walking through Hogwarts Castle. You're walking into Dumbledore's office. You're walking through the Dark Arts classroom, the Hog- uh, Gryffindor common room. And just there's so much, like, all the talking pictures and everything. Um, and I didn't know, too, like, they had recorded, uh, you know, the actors for for the rides, too. So they all have, like, little spots that they're talking and everything. Mm-hmm. Um so it was just completely unexpected, like hands down. It was tough to to decide between this and um, Haggard's motorbike, which was my favorite because yeah. I really loved this ride. Um, so after we finished the castle, um, we went over and did play the Hippogriff because I felt so bad that Dylan has yet to have ride, <laughs> rode anything this day. Could he not ride the Green Gods ride? No. Okay. Or did he? No, he couldn't. Um, okay. It's it's hard to remember when he gets to wait in line with us for a change. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, this was another ride where I felt like the express pass was completely useless. Um, it it was just as long as the regular line. They only had one train going, and uh, they weren't pulling like any extra people from express at all. Like. And most of the queue was in the sun, too. Like, there's not as much to look at mm-hmm. for this ride. It's, you know, one of the kids' rides. Um, like I said, when when the express line is the same length as the regular line, and this was one where they would fill up a train with some with everyone from one ride line, and then the next one they'd fill it up with everyone from the other, so they just kept going back and forth. So there was no prioritizing anything on this. That's so frustrating. Um, so... 
even in the express, uh, we waited about 40 minutes for wow. a flight of the Hippogriff. So it was, it was rough. That, and especially <laughs> for that ride. Yeah. I mean, Dylan loved it. So, you know, it was, it was for him, but the rest of us were, eh. Yeah. <laughs> pretty hot here standing in the sun in this, in this line for this little kid's ride. But, yes. Especially after um, you rode like the good rides, you're like, wait, what? But at least he liked it. Yeah. Sometimes you got to take <laughs> one for the team. A little bit longer than Barnstormer, but Dylan loved it. Um, after Flight of Hippogriff, we finished everything we wanted to do with Harry Potter, and um, we were just pooped for the day. It was very hot and miserable. We were worn out. So we walked through Jurassic Toon Lagoon and Marvel again without stopping anywhere. Um, we ate dinner at Bubba Gump Shrimp and City Walk. Um, this was something that Marissa and I really looked forward to because we had it once before in Chicago on the Navy Pier mm-hmm. on our first trip that we had when we were dating. And so it was like, you know, a fond memory of one of our first trips together. And we really enjoyed that dinner there. So, uh, we wanted to hit up this again here. Um, we enjoyed the meal, although it wasn't like as expected spectacular as I remember the, the food being mm-hmm. again, I think it's just kind of the, the limited menus and everything. Yeah. Um, but that place is huge inside too. If you've ever been in there. Very big. Yeah. It's like <laughs> you need signs up on the, the ceilings to direct you how to get to the bathrooms because the place is so big. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after that we got some ice cream at cold stone. Um, we love that place too. Um, we used to have one near by our house, but it closed down, so we haven't had a cold stone in a long time. Um, headed back to the room. We had started planning to swim that night, but right as we got back, it started to rain and thunder. So we had good timing there. We got back to the resort just as it started. So kids were were sad that they didn't get to go swimming. Um, did another load of laundry. My least favorite part of doing vacations is that <laughs> laundry to do when I get home. So I was keeping up with it throughout the trip and having such a long trip too. Like we only packed for seven days worth of clothes, even there though we were there for 14 days. So mm-hmm. it was like, just had to keep up with that. Um, yeah. Watched some TV and went to bed. So that was, that was our day for Wednesday. That sounds like a great day. So much fun, and I love all the Harry Potter stuff. It's just absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, so I think my son wanted to talk, join in and talk. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. All right, let me go get him. Okay, sounds great. I, I got him to Disney. You went to Disney? Was it fun? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Did you get to meet I'm, Mickey Mouse? I'm going to ride it. You what? I'm buzzing riding. <laughs> you was riding? Oh, okay. What was your favorite ride? Um, spin. Um, circle ride. The circle ride? I thought it was like... Big old gosh. Oh, that's so cool. I like that ride. Oh, that's so cool. All right, sit down. I got, I got this, I got this, I got a lightsaber. So our last day was Thursday, May 19th, um, and this is when we had our unlimited express passes. Uh, We woke up at 6.45. Uh, We tried letting everyone sleep in just a little bit this morning. Um, Got dressed, 
we just we just straight put on our swim clothes onto the park and brought a change of clothes with us and sandals um because it was supposed to be really hot and we really wanted to do the water ride we went to the lobby for breakfast and took the bus to universal we arrived at 8 30 and then during early entry hours um all three days it was just for our islands of adventure and the only things that they had open for early entry were um the harry potter rides and velocicoaster um so we all went to harry potter and the forbidden journey again uh, since we love that one so much um we we knew like because all we had done so far was harry potter so we wanted to cram in like basically all of the rest of the two parks this right. day so unfortunately we didn't get to ride Hagrid's again um just knew that the wait time was going to be too long and take up too much time mm-hmm. um so we loved that forbidden journey ride so much we did do that one again um so after that uh we ended up splitting off so tristan stayed with me for most of the rest of the day and dylan with marissa because marissa was just completely whooped out at this point and just had real no desire to to hit up any more rides and just wanted to kind of relax yeah so um, and with with universal there isn't really much of anything for little kids to do mm-hmm. so um Dylan wanted to ride the the flight of hippogriff ride again, so Marissa took him over there, and Tristan and I headed over to the Velocicoaster. So you want to tell them about Velocicoaster? Yes, I'm so excited to hear about it. It was really cool and like really fast, but we kind of waited um, a while since I think we were in single rider. Yeah, um, the posted wait time was 45 minutes, and so we thought we'd try out the single rider line to get through quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, I would advise against doing single rider for Velocicoaster. Uh, we ended up waiting just as long, if not longer, on single rider line because they, they're trains of two. So I think anything that's like trains of seats of two kind of fill up a lot easier than like seats of four Daddy. and everything. They don't have as many seats to fill in. Daddy. Right. Um, so after we rode Velocicoaster, yeah, I, I really like that ride too. That was more like the style of roller coasters than I'm used to. Uh-huh. And even for me, like it was a huge adrenaline rush and they have like one part where like they flip you upside down and keep you upside down for a good, like three or four seconds. And, um, just the twists and turns and, and hills and everything on this ride was a lot of fun. I loved how, like, you could go into and out of the rocks. They're kind of like little caves, and there were, like, uh, little raptors on the ground there. Oh, that's cool. And you could see Velocicoaster from, like, a long distance away. So after Velocicoaster, got in line at 10.15 for Spider-Man using, uh, using Express Pass. Uh, we waited about 15 minutes while the posted wait time was 45 minutes. Um, so this was one of the rides that I remember being my favorite when I went earlier. <laughs> Want to tell them about Spider-Man? I love it. It was like Spider-Man looked like from old comics and all the characters like Dr. Octopus like looked nothing from what I know what he looks like. <laughs> and it was really cool. 
and like and the thing it's like a little car and basically uh when you're waiting it's a uh, TV show something that like you're uh, in a news reporter vehicle and when you get in there's a thing that's all the way up and then once everyone's in it goes down to the side and it's a 3d ride and I really loved it that sounds awesome yeah it was just as much fun as I remembered it being when when we went there before um, Yeah, that's an older ride, but it's still one of the, like, really popular rides. And I think it's because it has that old comic feel. Yeah, it was nice having the uh, the Stanley cameos and stuff in it, too. Yeah, <laughs> there, there was two of them. That's so Look cool. It. One in, like, he was in a dumpster truck. Look and, it. Uh, it's super cool. <laughs> and he was saying stuff at the end of the ride, too. Yeah, that's really yeah. neat. So after that, we wanted to ride Hulk, but it was down. So we kind of popped over into the Cafe Four. Um, that's right there. So it's like a Fantastic Four themed little diner. Um, just got some pizza, and right as we finished eating, the Hulk came back up. So we ran out of there and pop and and got in there to there for a five minute wait. Um, oh, that's nice. It was yeah. awesome. You like that one? Yes. Long since Cedar Point. <laughs> yeah, I like the launch tunnel and everything. After that, the rides, Daddy, it's just a, a, a roller coaster to me. There's nothing too special about it after mm -hmm. the launch. But, uh, again, just having the theming everywhere is really cool. Yeah. Um, after that, we rode the uh, Storm Force Acceleration. Um there. That was fun. It's you know base your basic kind of like teacups yeah, spinning like ride. Although I felt like you had a lot more control over the handle, <laughs> so what? we were spinning super fast on that, like Which to one? the point where I almost got sick. <laughs> the spinning ride uh, that we did after Hulk. Oh, storm acceleration. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. It actually went more faster than uh, Mad Tea Party at Disney that we did. And it was just me and him. So we spun really fast. That's fun. At first we were spinning the wrong way. so And we saw like other people going like really fast. Mm -hmm. Said that we're spinning the wrong way. And then we started going really fast. I didn't realize there's a wrong way. But yeah, I guess that probably makes sense. <laughs> I think we were uh, spinning to the left. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> If you want to go really fast, spin clockwise. There you go. That's a good tip. <laughs> <laughs> um, after that, we skipped to the uh, Doctor Doom Fearfall. Um, and then we did a few character meets and photos with the Marvel characters were out at that time. So um, Tristan got a picture with Wolverine. And then just as we saw Doctor Doom and Green Goblin and went to get in line for that, I got a text from Marissa of dealing with those so i knew they were like nearby oh that's fun <laughs> so i text her and then um after we got pictures of those two we met back up with them to get pictures of spider-man um he was like inside the gift shop with a green screen behind him mm -hmm. um so they really loved that like dylan loves spider-man <laughs> i do too 
That's so yeah. cool. Wearing a shirt where Spider-Man, Captain America, and I think Iron Man was on the shirt. And when I was w- with uh, Wolverine, he said, I love the hero shirt, but where's Wolverine on there? So after we got pictures of Spider-Man, uh, I waited with Dylan so that Marissa could go in and ride Spider-Man with Tristan. Um, so she really liked that as well. She loved the darkroom part, because that's where like photographers do stuff I don't really know she's the other person <laughs> so up until that point um, while Tristan and I had done those rides they had gone into uh, Dr. Seuss landing they rode one, t- one fish two fish um, rode the uh, high in the sky trolley train uh, met with the Grinch and then that's when they headed over to the Marvel area and ran back into us um after that point, it was time for the water ride, so we had split up again, um, changed our shoes and shirts and everything, and headed over to the Dudley Do Right Rip Rip Saw Falls. I loved it. <laughs> uh, this was roughly around twelve forty-five. So he loved it. I've never been a, like I said. I'm not a huge fan of water rides. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, unless I'm specifically going to a water park. Um, so the ride did a good job of like faking me out, thinking the big drop was there, and uh, and it just end up being like a little dip. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the large drop was a bit scary for me. <laughs> no, it's, I feel like it's like such a steep dive, and you don't have like seat belts or anything to hold you down. So <laughs> yeah, that is that can be scary. He thought he was gonna fall out. I was just enjoying. <laughs> You got pretty wet on that one. Um, we tried to go over to Popeye and Pluto's Bilge Ray Barges. <laughs> These are some fun names to try to say. Right. <laughs> uh, but they don't take express pass for that ride, and the wait was about 50 minutes. So we were determined to get through as much as possible. So we mm-hmm. moved on towards the Jurassic Park River Adventure. Uh, we got in line for this at about 1.30. Um, I'm so sad. With, like... A side note that all like pretty much all the roller coaster rides have free lockers to store everything in while you're on the rides because they don't want you taking your phone, hat, nothing like on the ride. So they they provide you with free lockers to store everything in, um, and you get a ticket to scan, and then you can hold on to that ticket and scan it at all the other lockers throughout the day. So we ended up needing two lockers to fit everything that we had, um, but then for the water rides, of course. They make you pay for them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's dumb. So we had to pay for a locker at the water rides. Um, we waited about eight minutes for River Adventure. Um, and just when it was our next turn to get onto it, like a, a loud alarm went off. And suddenly they started evacuating everyone from the ride. Oh, no. And not explaining, like, why. Just saying that there was an issue with the building. So once we came out through the exit, I tried to go back around to the entrance to get to the lockers. And they wouldn't let you in. And so, like, they still weren't explaining anything, but yet also wasn't letting me get my stuff in there. Like, my cell phone and everything was in there, so I had no choice but to kind of just stand around and wait. Oh, no. <laughs> so, um, we just found a shady spot and waited about 15 minutes before someone that came over that looked like a manager it um, was. came up to us and asked if we had things in the locker so she said that it was a fire alarm that had gone off. So, you know, for safety, they had to get everybody out of there. 
Um, and that in a few minutes, they'd start taking people one at a time to get their stuff out of the lockers. Um, we got our money back. Yeah, she said that, uh, you know, all, all everyone that was in there, they would refund the locker that we had paid for for it. That's nice. Um, so it's just like, you know, I understand their, their process but it, and why they wouldn't tell everyone. You know, once I found out why, why, like, they didn't want to, you know, raise a big fuss over it. Right. So it was just, you know, a good long time that we had to wait around not knowing why and, you know, was annoyed that, you know, <laughs> another water ride we weren't going to get to ride. And yeah. Especially right when we were about to get on it. Um, yeah. So we changed back into our shoes and we were ready to finally head over to the Universal Studios parks. Cause up till now, like other than Diagon Alley, we hadn't done any time over there. Mm-hmm. Um, we were going to try to take the Hogwarts express, but the, the line was pretty long and figured it was probably quicker to just walk to the exit and across over to the other entrance. Um, so as we headed through the port of entry, just happened to run into Marissa again. She was with a photographer trying to get pictures of them. So we all got pictures, um, there by the entrance and uh they walked over with us over to the universal side and split up again um so during that time that we were were doing that um they didn't really do much else um she said that they had stayed over in the marvel area for a while and went to the toon lagoon and then dylan was playing in the splash pad over there for like 45 minutes just having a blast that's fun (laughs) um and Marissa had gotten a character done of them. And then that's when they met back with us to, to head over. So as we were heading over to the other side of the park, Dylan fell asleep in his stroller. Um, and yeah, like the whole plan throughout the trip again was to take the afternoon breaks, but like as the days went on, they kind of fell off or we just ended our park days and we were going to do these for universal as well. But I felt like the walk, to get to the exit and then through city walk back over to the bus station and everything. It was like such a lengthy process and it was to it at Disney, but you weren't walking as much of it. Like there's a, yeah. it's just such a long walk to get back to the entrance that we told ourselves, like if we go back for a nap, we're not going to want to come back. Like, cause it just felt like, you know, such a long process just to, to go back and forth. So, you know, each day we ended up staying at the park the entire day too. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got over to Universal, and Tristan and I did the express lane for Minion Mayhem. It's just another, you know, 3D show with, like, the moving seats and everything. Oh, I liked it. You liked it? I, I thought it was okay. It was it was cute. <laughs> yeah. We're not too big on Minions here. I wish we could have done the Minion, uh, me and Greet, back first. Okay. Oh, they had a minion meet and greet? Yeah, they did. Oh. oh that's cool. It was on, like, a sign or something. Okay. That would have been fun I spent so much me. research for this trip, like, on Disney, that, like, I did very minimal research for Universal. Mm-hmm. And, Why? Uh, Universal has all the big fun stuff. <laughs> Well, because you don't have to plan things as much here and, and, and make reservations and stuff and... And don't have to time out your express passes. You can just go when you want. So, 
And there's not a lot carefree planning. (laughs) Yeah, there's not a lot out there really for Universal because, like I said, we did a Universal trip, and I tried to look for planning stuff, but it's more of a carefree park, and so there's not a lot of planning guides. Yeah, it was it was a little breath of relief. was great at the dockside place yeah i loved the um the hash browns and the baja burrito i had that for two days in a row that's it was, awesome it was so little spicy though that's but good to know <laughs> so after binion mayhem um we went over to rip ride rocket and uh like before the trip, I found out like they have a secret menu for or menu, you know selection of songs because they play a song while you're riding on this roller coaster, mm-hmm. and the one that's on there is is like you know they have like the four different music categories with about four songs each, but that they have a really long list of rides that you can do something to tap on there to access it and and select a song. What was the secret um, menu on rap on there? I don't know. <laughs> So, like, I had wanted to listen to Led Zeppelin's Immigrant Song for the ride, uh-huh. but uh, I just, I kind of forgot about it until after we had packed my phone and everything in the locker, so I couldn't look it up or remember how to access it. So, yeah. I had to stick with, you know, their pre-selected songs on there. I just did Kanye West Stronger. Yeah, and I, I did uh, Give Me All Your Lovin'. <laughs> hmm I wish we could have got our videos. Yeah, I'm about to get to that. (laughs) (laughs) So, I said, I love roller coasters, but this lift hill actually had me pretty scared. Like, the lift hill goes 90 degrees straight up. Yeah. And, you know, looking at it, it was like, oh, this is cool. But once I got in there, um, it felt like I was sliding out the back of the seat. Like, I was about to just slip right out of the seat. Like, I was actually getting for real scared and, like, trying, trying to hold myself in. Because I could feel myself sliding yeah. up the back of the seat. I don't want to embarrass you, but can I show her what you were doing? <laughs> I was doing like this. I was just, wee! <laughs> Once we reached the top, though, the rest of the ride was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it was really cool having the music playing and the speakers right by your head. Um, so that was a cool experience. And I get why he was scared, because it's not like a thing that you pull down. It's just like... Um, a thing that goes across your lap. That's all that's there. Oh, really? So I like, didn't even realize that because yeah. I didn't ride that ride because I saw the way it went up. I was like, nope. Like this. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah, scary. Like a big foam lap bar. There's nothing that goes over your shoulders. Which is good because it looks scary. It's more extreme and more funner. Oh, that sounds very extreme. <laughs> fast and long roller coasters that go upside down and stuff. <laughs> But I don't like roller coasters like Raptor at Sierra Point where it's actually upside down instead of like a normal car. It's already upside down. Oh, that's not... You're talking about the ones that you hang underneath the track? Yeah. And your legs dangle? Yeah. I don't like those. Yeah. I was scared, but for like my mom and Marissa, that's the first ride that they have to do to do anything else at Sierra Point. <laughs> So, yeah, afterwards for this one, they have ride photos and videos. And this was something that I definitely thought Disney excels in. Um, 
you know, we had the memory maker package at Disney and it was great and very easy to use. Just having to tap your magic band to link yourself to the ride. Mm-hmm. And, um, like there was only about two times at Disney where we had to stop and get a few like ride photos that were missing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the, my universal photo was definitely not user friendly. And Marissa had spent a long time constantly having to wait for someone to scroll and scroll and scroll to find us and get pictures linked. And there's like hardly any photographers around the park to take pictures either. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so like, just like the uh, tickets and express passes, we were given a paper card with, you know, a barcode on it or a QR code on it. So anytime we wrote a picture, she'd have to scan the QR code to get it added. Um, and they only give you one. So like, especially this day where we were split up, Tristan and I couldn't get our stuff added because we didn't have that QR code. That's so and, frustrating. We did find out later that they can print you a card with a QR code that she can then scan later to add. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it's a very difficult process, very confusing and, and hard. And like with this ride, they, like they had a photo and a video of the ride, but because I didn't have that QR code and they said, Oh, we can't, we can't give you anything to be able to add it later. You have to do it now. So it was, it was in my, in my opinion, it was not worth the money oh, for the photo package at universal. Um, yeah. I think it would have been easier to just be asking people to take pictures for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it is nice getting the ride photos, but most of the time it was, it was a little bit of work to just be able to get these pictures added. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. So that's that's really frustrating. Package. <laughs> yeah. Cause it would have been nice to keep that video just to, just to have them laugh at me of watching me struggle, feel like I'm struggling to not fall out of the seat. <laughs> <laughs> be easier if it costs like at least two dollars or something yeah um after this ride we got a snack and then headed over to transformers and waited about 10 minutes in the express line for this um and this was about 3 30 uh this ride was fun to me it felt almost like the spider-man ride the vehicles were the exact same thing and you move through it between screens and action sequences the same way so it was fun. It did feel a lot like the Spider-Man. What did you think of the Transformers? Um, it was good. Uh, they pretty much did like, yeah, they did remake the Spider-Man, uh, but in Universal Florida. So it's Avengers, not Avengers. Uh, Transformers. Um, and like at the end of it, you're not like going in a screen. It like shows uh. Was that the Decepticon's name? Megatron? Yeah. It shows Megatron, like, defeated. And, like, his... uh, The red glow turns off. And that's when you, like, get off. That sounds pretty cool, especially if you're a Transformers fan. Oh, it's pretty much the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, I'm trying to think, like... I feel like the only ride at the Universal Studios park that was the same and not changed since we've been there when I was there before is E.T. Mm-hmm. and the mummy was 
brand new when we went, but it's closed for refurbishment while we were here, so we didn't get to do the mummy. Oh, that's frustrating because the mummy is a good ride. Yeah. I wish I could have done it. It's fun. Yeah, it, it's going to be down, I think, through June. Still so. That's so we didn't get to do the mummy. Um, after that, uh, we made our way towards the Simpsons area and met with Marissa briefly before that. Um, up until that point, she was just kind of walking around, staying in shady spots while Dylan was napping in the stroller. She said she got herself a crepe from Central Park Crepe, and that was very good. Um, and uh, she witnessed a proposal happen while she was in that area. Oh, that's cool. So, <laughs> that's fun um so when we met i had her come over so that she could scan because i was not gonna leave this park without getting this picture of what? me with the delorean and uh yeah. i am a huge back to the future fan and uh was very ticked when they got rid of this ride there that was my DeLorean. favorite that was a good ride was i was gonna go grab yeah. the boba fett helmet <laughs> so I got pictures of the DeLorean and the train. Um, so it's just my favorite movies, and I have a huge fascination with the time machine. So you were just wearing a vacuum seat earlier. <laughs> um, after that, none of us really watch or care about The Simpsons, and you know, it just irked me that the Back to the Future ride got replaced with The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> He got um, so, but we did walk through the area, and Tristan wanted to do the Simpsons ride. So, I watched um, the Simpsons. I did it with him, just uh, mostly to see if the building or ride setup or anything had any nods to Back to the Future. Uh-huh. Uh, it was really too long ago to like remember what the building looked like or the line or anything, but yeah. I still remember the ride. And they have the ride available now on VR, so you can still kind of experience it if you have a VR headset. That's cool. But during the ride, you do find yourself in one part of it in Hill Valley with the clock tower briefly. So I was glad, like, they kind of threw that in as a nod. Uh-huh. Other than that, we didn't really care too much for the ride. It's just, you know, another one of these 3D experience rides and everything yeah. you're like you're on a roller coaster but things just keep going wrong yeah <laughs> it's basically the simpsons i had heard it was like one of these rides that can give you motion sickness and everything but uh you know we didn't have any issues with that that's good um we did wait about 20 minutes to ride that um after that about 4:20, we rode um, Men in Black Alien Attack. Mm -hmm. So I kind of sort of remember doing this one as well. Um, Trish and I both had a lot of fun with that. It's, uh... Yeah, it's... He, he, he got me on points on this one. So I, he, uh... But not, uh he, he got me pretty good on this not one. Not Toy Story Mania or Buzz Lightyear. He demolished. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I mean, it does kind of feel like, uh... <laughs> The Buzz Lightyear one, where you're just kind of going through shooting at targets and stuff. Yeah. They've got, like, aliens and everything everywhere. I guess I just wasn't, was confused, like, I'm used to there being some kind of target somewhere mm -hmm. that you're aiming for, and there was none of that on this ride. Like, I guess you're just shooting at the aliens. I was like, where's the, where's the thing that's... <laughs> yeah. 
pulling in the sig- signals. I think that's why he got me so good because I didn't know where I was supposed to shoot at. <laughs> well, at least he got a win. After that, it was time to head back to City Walk for dinner. Um, so we kind of just quickly headed back up the other side of the lake, um, grabbed the picture with the jaw shark, and <laughs> and uh, looked around as we headed back. Um, and this was at about five o'clock, and we went over to Antahito's for dinner. Um, it was definitely decorated nicely in there, all kinds of things to look at. Um, we got sat towards the back next to the stage. Um, for an appetizer, we ordered the uh, tableside guac. And so they come out with like this cart with all the ingredients and everything. And right in front of you, they'll scoop out the avocados and add oh, all the ingredients cool. that you want to it and mix it up and mash it up it was right really there at the good. table. It was very, very good guacamole. It was fresh That's fun. Yeah. And like, you know, because like Marissa didn't want the onion or jalapeno in it. So mm-hmm. she would mix it up without it and scoop some out for her and then add oh, the other nice. ingredients that we wanted and, and finish it out and scoop it out for us. So that's really it's cool. Like made guac. So it's like personalized so, guac. Yeah. So that was, re- that was really good. Um, the food was really good. They had a musician come out and play guitar while we were eating and everything. It's all in Spanish. <laughs> Yeah. They understand it. It's like a few words. Um, So after dinner, like I really was like, oh, we we didn't get everything. We missed so much. I want to go back in. I want to try to do Hagrid's again. Um, while the rest of them were were ready to call it a day and go swimming, so I was contemplating just going back in by myself. But mm-hmm. I was like, no, our flight's the next day. I got to start getting packed. So, yeah. so that was it for our Universal trip. Um, there was a lot of stuff, you know, we didn't get to do that I would have liked to have done. But at the same time, like, I felt like we did pretty good for our last day of trying to get everything else that we didn't get outside of Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, it was just... It was definitely a lot to try to like cram in in, in one day. So absolutely. Um, so my suggestion, you know, if 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 you're a first timer and you want to try to do it all, and you're going to take a large trip like we did, um, I wouldn't try to do too much. Um, I would just definitely plan some rest days and um, don't. Don't overthink what you what you're going to be capable of because, again, you know I'm I'm used to walking a lot and and we're not working long hours and everything and it still got to me by the end so yes um so I would definitely plan more rest days um because it it, it is a lot to try to do for such a long trip mm-hmm, for sure well you know so, they're yeah. gonna be opening uh the nintendo world part of universal in like two years or three years so y'all could always go back after that's done and try to do everything (laughs) are they doing that in orlando i thought it was just california so california opens next year or i think orlando is going to open in 2025 yeah he'll definitely want to check out that when it's done oh yeah my boys are they're ready for that (laughs) (laughs) um I've already been talking with Marissa. Um, 
hopefully thinking about doing a Disneyland trip in a few years. Oh, yeah. Maybe for my 40th birthday or something. Yeah. I was thinking, like, I would love to uh, to go with the kids, but I'd also love to do a trip like that with just Marissa and I. Oh, yeah. That would be so much fun. So, yeah, after Anahitos, we headed back to the resort, got our, our suitcases and everything packed up. We had bought in so many souvenirs, and um, I didn't really give myself too much extra space. So I was definitely glad, like, the larger items we were able to get shipped home, but it was, it was definitely a, a quite the feat to get everything packed into our luggage yes. to get back. Um, call it a night. Next morning we had breakfast at the hotel again. Um, finished getting packing up the stroller to return a stroller was nice and easy. Like they didn't even have to like meet with me. I could just drop it with luggage services for them to, to reclaim the stroller checkout was easy they said it was automatic so um we 10 no 11 o'clock that the uh transportation picked us up from the lobby um you know we had given them the flight information and uh you know then they told us what time they'd come get us um and they had said 11 30 and i heard you know mco can be very very busy and long waits so I was nervous. Our flight was at 2.35. And, you know, so boarding started at, like, 1.40. And um, I was like, I don't know if that's going to be enough time. So I had text, like, you, they give you the driver's phone number. So I text the driver and asked if he could come half an hour earlier. So he said, sure, no problem. Um, so pickup went smooth. Transportation over the airport went smooth. Dropped us off. And... Uh, we waited probably about five, 10 minutes to get our checked luggage through. And then the security line wasn't actually that bad when we were there. And we only waited about 10, 15 minutes for security. Oh, that's great. By the time we made it to our gate, like we had two hours before our flight almost. So, (laughs) so I was like, well, you know, it's better to get here early than the, the, to be late. For sure. Um, Flight back home went smooth, and uh, that was the end of our trip. We got back home about 6 o'clock Friday night. That's awesome. Y'all had an amazing vacation. Like, that's just so great. (laughs) So what was your least favorite thing about Universal? Um, What I said probably about the Express and just – the photo thing was mm-hmm. probably the worst part of it. It was very difficult and um, not user friendly. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't think they put enough emphasis on the express passes. I don't know if it's just that day or, or our particular experience, but you know, again, the express passes, there are a lot more expensive. So I wanted to really feel like I was getting my money out of it. Yeah. The walking. <laughs> The walking was my least favorite, especially on the first day. We were just doing everything, like, but we didn't really do much because we were just walking around from park to the other park. And I'm kind of sad that we didn't do the water park there. I want to do that. Yeah, volcano base yeah, supposed to I be think really I'd fun. Try to add in a water park next time too. Mm-hmm. Well, they say that Volcano Bay at Universal is better than the Disney water parks. They have more rides and it's bigger. So 
that's something to keep in mind. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about Volcano Bay. So. Mm -hmm. so what was your favorite thing about Universal? Marvel. <laughs> Marvel. Yours was Marvel. <laughs> and the Coaster. Yeah, Tristan's not as big a Harry Potter fan, but definitely uh, Diagon Alley was my favorite. And mm -hmm. um, Forbidden Journey and Hagrid's were great, but just everything Harry Potter being in the in the world and... I mean, they did such an amazing job recreating the the, the um, storefronts and everything else from the movies and just the feel of it. So. And I'm not a big Harry Potter person, and I thought that Snape was a bad guy because he's in Slytherin. So I was mad after I got his wand that Dad told me that he's not a bad guy. <laughs> when, you, when like, in the movies... If you like don't know anything about Harry Potter, just uh, uh, think stuff from what you see. Like if you did that, then you'd see Snape as a bad guy. But once like Dad and Marissa explained it from the books and movies, he said, "Well, no, Snape's not a bad guy because he he's just a jerk." Harry. <laughs> yeah. I know he ends up being he a good that guy. From my perspective, I was either yeah. gonna get Draco's or Snape's service Snape or not service uh, Slytherin, whatever his first name is. <laughs> I wanted his Salazar. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah, Slytherin's one, but they don't have any of the house characters. Daddy, yeah, they don't have the house founders Daddy, wands. That. Oh, that's interesting. I thought that would have been really that. cool to get. Yeah, and his one looked really cool. Yeah, I guess I did forget to mention, um, like I said, we got that $300 gift card. And then by the end, um, we still had like $110 on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we went over to, you know, the the gift shop in the lobby mm -hmm. at the hotel to use up the rest. And I went a little overboard with the wands. Because <laughs> I was like, I want this one. I want this one. I want this one. We got, like, and then... Um, they're so cool. Our trip was bookended by the by my wife because um, it was Mother's Day the day before we left, and it was her birthday the day after we got home. Oh, that's so fun. I, I still need to get her a birthday present. And um, the whole time we were at the parks, like, I wanted to get her a Time Turner necklace and mm -hmm. never saw one anywhere, but oh. saw one at the lobby in the gift shop there. Oh, that's nice. So got that for her for her birthday. That's um, fun used up the rest of the, the gift card money. And so we ended up with getting eight wands total. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, now I know why it was hard to pack. <laughs> only, well, only two stands, which I just. Yeah. Out. We're going to build a, a stand on the wall to, to display them all. Oh, that'll be cool. Do y'all have anything else to say about your big giant trip? It. Uh, seem short, even though it was two weeks. Well, that seemed short. <laughs> it only seems short Every when you get back home. It can always seem short, but this one, we were ready to come home this by the end. This was like yeah. our first actual vacation, because the other one was just like a trip to Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. like, and go to some mines thing. 
Well, thank you for sharing your, your uh, travel tale on this show. I love talking with you. It was such a great trip. You give a lot of really good advice for people traveling, which is why I do the show, to help people plan their trips. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me. This, this was great and exciting. It'll, it'll be fun to be able to save this and, and years later be able to go back and, and re-listen to it. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure to check out our Instagram page at Disney Travel Tales to see lots of pictures from Josh's trip. If you want to listen to his other episodes where he talks about Disney, go back. They are episode number 44 and number 45. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss a new episode. Also, if you're enjoying the show, please leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This is the easiest and best way to support the show. Next week, we will be back with a brand new episode. So until then, this is Jenny and may all your Disney travel dreams become a reality.